Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast called Menu. If you love food, if you love good stories and you just like light-hearted fun stuff, then this is the podcast for you, definitely. Um, okay, so what's it all about? Well, there's a bit about food and dates. Uh, that's quite good fun. Like it talks about mainly my food and dating stories but obviously I talk to my guests yes I do have guests uh, about their bits as well so that's quite good then there's a bit on food memories so that just kind of whisks people away to back in the day where they used to just well they talk about their best kind of food memories you know whether it was their mom their dad or their granny granddad whoever cooked their good food we talk about that and then there's the bit called the social share and that's just about like stuff that I've seen on social media that's made me kind of smile or been a bit moving or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Just some good stuff to um, to share with people. That's what the podcast's all about. So just share it about. It's a good podcast just to kind of brighten up your day. And we all need a bit of joy in our life. So yeah, do the sharing thing. Also, I've got some really good guests oh my god like you know when you just talk to people and you're just like smiling while you're talking type of thing I just love all of that so we've got some good guests some of them are like foodie industry types you know what I mean um but there's others that are family friends and we just vibe and talk and really this show is just for anyone that loves food you know so if you're a listener and you love food then you've got the right show so as this is a new podcast you're probably thinking who is this woman who is this Craven K person well my name is Karen I'm known as Craven K7 on um social media so on my Twitter and my Instagram uh Craven comes from well if you're Caribbean you probably know what it means Craven just means greedy although I don't think I'm greedy I just think I like food which is slightly different do you know what I mean but (laughs) I don't know if people would say I'm greedy I don't know you'd have to ask my family and friends but I don't think they would but who knows um yeah so that's where the Craven from Craven K comes in so we've got the dating story coming up my guest this week is Nicola Burston from the Drinks Trust um I've got the social share and I've got the Kit Kat Chunky Aero story. Wow, that rhymes. <laughs> All of that's coming up. Keep listening. Right, so this dating story, it's, um, well, it's more of a date night story because this was a boyfriend uh, that I had and... Um, yeah, so we were going out. It wasn't date night as such. We didn't label it that, but we just went out and had some food, uh, which is kind of what you do on date nights. And, um, yeah, so with this boyfriend, oh, I don't want to give too much away because, like, I feel like I don't want to tell his business, do you know what I mean? But um, basically he had two kids and he was going through some things with the kid's mum and it was all a bit, a bit full on. Anyway, um he was like, you know, down about the fact that he couldn't really see his kids as much as he wanted to because the mum was just being just so out of order. And, you know, when that happens in relationships and you just think, God, you know, you've just got to think about your kids and what's best for them. You know, you've got to put all your kind of rubbish aside, you know. 
thinking about yourself and this, that and the other. Um, I have to say he was very good like that, very like selfless in that respect. It was all about his kids, but she wasn't. And the thing is, you've got to have two parents on the same page, you know what I mean, in that respect, otherwise it's just not going to work, is it? So this wasn't really working for him couldn't get to see his kids that often blah 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 so you know we used to do you know you like you try and do things to not cheer yourself up but or cheer him up it was more just you know I suppose just distraction really oh should we go out should we do this should we do that you know just to make things a little bit easier I suppose so um we went out um it's actually mostly actually we went um trying to think of the actual place it's still there. I can't think what it's called. It's not far from the Dark Horse, that pub. Oh, gosh, I can't think what it's called. Cannot think what it's called, but it's next to the Dark Horse. If you're looking, if you kind of, uh, it's to your left, next to the Dark Horse, to your left. So um, quite a big pub, actually. I can't think what it's called. Anyway, so we were there and... Obviously, gone in there, ordered and stuff. And we were cool, actually. It was like, you know, an all right night. No one was really thinking about the whole kids thing and stuff. So that was fine. But then, you know, I think like a family came in and then, you know, the little boy was going on. Like just being silly, really. You know, like sometimes like when a little kid's being silly, it's quite funny. You just look over and you go, oh, blah, 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 or comment. Well, I do anyway because I like <laughs> I like kids. And when they do silly stuff, I like it as well because it makes me laugh. But so, yeah, so that happened. And then he kind of started to think, oh, that reminded him of one of his kids because one of his kids was a bit silly, like in a funny way, which was nice. But, um, yeah, so that started thinking about that. So then he started going on and on about these kids. And I was like, oh, I know, it's terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, not, <laughs> that sounds really heartless. I wasn't quite going, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't like that. But, yeah, he was talking about them. Anyway, we'd ordered our food and stuff. And we'd ordered burgers and chips and blah, blah, blah. And uh, <clears throat> so the food came. And we were eating. And we were chatting and stuff because it kind of come out of that mode and we were just talking and things and then I don't know just something about general stuff but then something else came up and that kind of triggered off the kid thing again which I totally get because obviously if something's on your mind like that then sometimes any little thing can just make you think about it can't it so you know that was it's not a problem so yeah so something came up triggered that and then he started talking about that and then he was just getting a bit upset and stuff but (laughs) just feel like meanwhile I was just like proper eating my dinner <laughs> just kind of nodding in the right place like, mm, mm, it was all a bit like that really. and I think I was just looking thinking back now I think god that must look so bad just kind of eating all through like it's pouring his heart out type of thing oh my god my phone is ringing again um yeah so that was quite funny <laughs> Well, it wasn't, but it is, like, thinking about it. And then he got quite down and started getting a bit teary-eyed. And I thought, oh, gosh. But I was just stuck into my food. And I was like, mm, oh, I've got to comfort you, but mm, I'm eating it. And, you know, when your food gets cold, it, I just, it annoys me when my food gets cold because I'm just like, I don't really want it then. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I like hot food and stuff. Anyway, so all of that happened. And then... Like, he'd hardly eaten any of his food because, obviously, he was upset. 
And I was like, are you going to eat the rest of that? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I basically finished off his food. I ate my food, finished off his food. And there seemed like more or less crying. So that was quite bad. But like... I don't know, I laugh at it now, at the time it probably didn't look good, but I just think, God, that's so insensitive, but I just thought, we cannot waste his food, do you know what I mean, and the burger was nice, I remember, I was like, mm. so yeah, it just <laughs> made me think like, you know, and that was like an actual boyfriend, that hasn't been a date, but I was not a bad girlfriend, like, I think I pulled it back somehow, and it was cool, but I just remember just completely stuffing my face, what <laughs> guys like pouring the heart, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> a bit bad really but it was cool it was cool um yeah it all got sorted in the end thankfully well I say thankfully because uh, it resulted in me and him finishing because he kind of went back to the mum but anyway we won't talk about that so yes uh now I've just brought that up I'm thinking I'm glad I ate that food and I'm glad I ate your food as well ha. but uh yeah no we've moved on this doesn't matter anymore okay but anyway yeah that was that and it just came into my head the other day and I thought I must record that because I don't know if anybody else has done anything like that or they would think actually that's so out of order you know you shouldn't have done that but I was like we've paid for the food I'm not wasting it and it was nice so we're eating it so there you go that's me I'm an eater <laughs> This week, my guest is Nicola Burston of the Drinks Trust. Um, I had a really good chat with Nicola and uh, all kinds of things came up, actually. It's amazing what comes up in conversations when you talk about people's like food memories and kind of the things that they like in restaurants and don't like in restaurants and whatnot. Anyway, Nicola's got some good tales. So she talks about how a trip to Paris a school trip to Paris changed her life. So big thing there. Um, and then a couple of the pet peeves in restaurants, things that she doesn't really like. And the one I do strongly agree with. So I'm with you there on that one, Nicola. And <laughs> the last one is to do with, sorry, it's making me laugh. It's a story about um, an artichoke and a date. So you need to listen to that. We're just talking about food memories and the kind of things that we remember when we were younger, you know, whether it's certain smells or even sounds that just kind of whisk you back to wherever you were when you were young and were enjoying good food. So tell us a bit about your food memories then, Nicola. Um, well, I, I was born in Sutton Caulfield, actually, but I was raised in the northeast. But I was actually a really picky eater um, ah. and would only sort of eat very plain food or very basic food until I went on a first school trip to Paris when I was nine quite incredible really so Paris is quite special to you then in that sense like you know yeah Paris and France we've got a little place in France and you know we try and emulate the, the French cooking and everything but I guess my real sort of real education about good fine food came when I started my first job which was with an Italian wine company okay and um, they also did food and we used to have lunch in the canteen every day and it was you know just pasta al burro or spaghetti bolognese but it was just mm -hmm. the best I've oh, ever had and, yeah I've loved Italian food ever since I think Oh, wow. Imagine having that for lunch, you know, eating out and stuff. We all do it, really enjoy it. So um, is there anything that's kind of slightly annoying? Like for me, 
you know, I was out you know, the other week and I had like a wobbly table and then you get in the, you know, the menu trying to, you know, fold it up and all this stuff and then the waiter's doing the same. Is there anything that's just a bit like, oh, a little bit annoying, but, you know, it's just all part of it. Is there anything like that for you? Well, I guess, I because I'm into wine as well as food. Um, yeah. I do have a bit of a reputation for being picky about the wine and it really embarrasses my friends if it comes and it's corked and I send the wine back. So I've got a bit of a bit of a rep for being picky about it. But, but really what really gets my goat, I think, is when people are um, you know, wine is not a it's not a scary subject and yeah. you do quite often get wine sommeliers or wine waiters who almost look down their nose at people. Okay, and it's when people are intimidating in restaurants that mm-hmm. it, I really don't like. I always prefer mm-hmm. to go, no matter how good the food. I always prefer to go somewhere where the staff are down to earth and friendly. Yeah, um, there's nothing scarier than being in a restaurant where you're too scared to open your mouth or ask a question because you feel like, you know, you're being judged. <laughs> I want people to enjoy it, and um, mm-hmm. you don't enjoy it if you're too scared to explore, do you? Yeah, totally right. Mm, um, I suppose this one might be a bit weird. I don't know <laughs> if you've kind of, I don't know, friends, family or, you know, partners, whoever, that do slightly odd things with food. Um, I say this because I've been on a few dates with people and they, they've done some odd things with food and I'm just like, oh, gosh, I just it just put me off because I feel like it's a bit of an insight into that personality one was quite selfish with a starter and I was thinking hmm don't know about that <laughs> so um <laughs> I just wondered if you had any tales like that as well you know well mine's a confession actually because I had something weird with food when I um when I went on one of when I finished uni I went on my first sort of what I would call fine dining dates yeah the because I'd worked for an Italian wine company I knew what an artichoke was so I suppose I had a head start but I don't yeah had the pre-prepared char-grilled ones. Oh. So I'm on my first date and I thought I was being terribly chic by ordering the artichoke. <laughs> but it came as a whole plant. Okay. Realised that you, you only suck the tip. So I spent about half an hour chewing on a leaf um, <laughs> before I had to admit that uh, I, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Did the other person know about it? No, no, he didn't have a clue. Okay. I think he was really impressed with me until the point where I just couldn't speak because I was trying to get rid of this artichoke. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Such a great story. Well, I can just imagine. I mean, just as well they didn't know because if they did and they let you go through that, that would be quite yeah. cool. Yeah, that it? would be mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely wouldn't see them again after that. Right, I need to tell you about my story. It's just a quick one about the Kit Kat and Aero, the chunky Kit Kat and Aero combo chocolate bar, which (laughs) I saw on Twitter, thanks to Full to the Brum, Laura. I saw it on her Twitter and I was like, oh my God, how has she got that? Then I realised she was in Australia. Then I checked out kind of if there was such a thing as a chunky Kit Kat Aero here no such thing. So I I just messaged her, I just DM'd her and said, hello, I know you don't know me, <laughs> but 
Is there any chance you could bring me back one of them chunky Kit Kat arrows <laughs> from Australia? You don't have to, of course, but if you do, you'd be the best person in the world, more or less. Uh, so, yeah, I sent a DM saying that and she said yes. So I've got one. Oh my god, I'm so happy. I've got one. I'm gonna I'm gonna open it now. I've got it here. I was like, oh um, I've literally just opened it and I've broken off the bit. Oh <laughs> sorry, I came too excited about this. Oh gosh. And I'm gonna have a bit now, so let's see. Mmm, 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 nice. It's like, um, it's, it's light. It's really light. Um, oh, I've been another bit. Mmm, I can't open this quick enough. Mmm, mmm, it's like, it's refreshing. <laughs> I don't know if a chocolate can be refreshing, but it's really nice, you know, because you've got like the bubbles of the mint arrow and then the wafer. It's just nice texturally. Mmm, it's texturally a word. I don't even know if it is. This is nice. This is nice. It needs to come to England, so mm, I need to get that sorted, Nestle. I need to start tweeting. Mmm. Mmm. Thank you, Laura. Thanks again. I appreciate it. I really do. Mm, thank you. Okay, so it's that time again. We're doing a bit of a social share. So something that's made me laugh or smile or been a bit poignant. I don't know. It's one of those ones. But um, yes, whatever I found, I'm sharing with you. So this one... <laughs> This one just makes me laugh more than anything. It's just the way <laughs> the way it goes on. So <laughs> I'm going to try and see if, I can, if you can hear it as well. So I don't want to give too much away, but there's an animal. You can probably hear, hear the animal. <laughs> and I'm not quite sure if you should be giving animals whipped cream. Hello, this is American people doing this. So, yes. Um... But the way this animal is loving this whipped cream, honestly, <laughs> the way it licks it off its fingers and <laughs> actually licks the nozzle of the whipped cream, I just made me laugh because I thought, I kind of know what you mean here, animal. I don't want to give the animal away because it just makes it funny when you see. But um, yeah, go to my <laughs> go to my Twitter account and have a look at that. <laughs> it just made me laugh. So go to at CravenK7 on Twitter and you will see the animal loving his whipped cream. Thanks for listening and do get involved. You can find me on Twitter at C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7 at Craven K7 and on Instagram I'm Craven K7 so if you want to follow me then head to those places and if you want to hear more about menu and more episodes then follow me on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts 
basically wherever you get your podcasts, I should be there. So yes, do that. Follow me, share the love, share the joy of food and the joy of this podcast. And just last thing to say, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Yay! Yay! Yay!